You're listening to, you guessed it, the Paul Leslie Hour. Hey, thanks for being here today. And here's hoping that listening to this episode adds something really positive to your day. You know, Paul has done quite a few interviews backstage. Well, this interview is what transpired when Paul Leslie went backstage with a tape recorder in search of a singer and guitarist named Rain. Rain. That's right. Rain Juden. Oh, I see some of you know Rain. Mississippi coastal singer and guitarist Rain Juden of Rhythm and Rain sat down with Paul Leslie to talk backstage in a Mississippi casino. You're going to enjoy this short, sweet interview. You know, the Paul Leslie Hour has kept on chugging along and continues chugging into our 18th year now. This wouldn't be possible without you, the listener. You know, you can help us in our mission of telling the human story. Yeah, you can help. Just go to thepaulleslie.com slash support. And thanks to everyone who's contributing. Now, backstage, we'll hear what Rain has to say to Paul Leslie. Happy listening. We're here today with Rain of Rhythm and Rain here on the Gulf Coast in Gulfport, Mississippi. How are you doing, Rain? Doing fine, thanks. Tell the listeners at home, what exactly is Rhythm and Rain? What exactly is Rhythm and Rain? Well, uh, Rhythm and Rain is, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's a memory. It's uh, good music and good times and fond memories. Uh, lots of tunes that you haven't heard in uh, 10, 20, 30 years possible. Uh, currently, we're a Rhythm and Rain trio. have a uh, percussionist and another guitarist with me. Performing all around the southeast United States, uh, doing uh, James Taylor, Neil Young, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Jim Croce, uh, America, Little River Band, uh, a lot of Jackson Brown. Stuff as obscure as uh, John Prine and uh, as known as uh, Lyle Lovett. Hmm. So what can a person expect when they're going to go see a Rhythm and Rain show? Mm, again, I think that's going to be the fond memories. Uh, we're going to be bringing up stuff from the 60s and 70s that a lot of our uh, listeners uh, brings them back to you know a place where things were simpler, there wasn't near as much stress in the world for them, and uh, high school or uh, or even beyond for that. So uh, they're going they're going to catch uh, tight harmonies, uh, great guitar work, uh, fabulous percussion, and just a good time. And so how did Rhythm and Rain come to be? This incarnation of Rhythm and Rain uh, came to be actually after the birth of my daughter. Uh, six months ago, uh, I took some changes in the, my current duo and decided to uh, put the band on a new plane, uh, pick up some uh, different venues, and uh, to stop playing as much. We had been doing as much as uh, 300 and 320 shows a year. And uh, nine shows every six days for months at a time were really starting to wear down on us. So now we're much more selective on the shows. And that's brought up the quality of the show by dropping down the quantity of So The new incarnation has uh, actually been a resurrection of an old band I had called Acoustic Shadow out of the Mississippi Delta years ago. 
and uh, the vocalist from that group has come down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and uh, that's what's reformed with the Rhythm and Rain Trio. So how did you get started with music, Rain? Oh, we need six hours for that conversation. <laughs> uh, but to not impersonate Paul Harvey too much here, uh, music for me started in Natchez, Mississippi, with uh, both my parents buying a piano out of an old black church for $75, and my father took a pencil and wrote the notes on the piano keys and taught me piano that way. Uh, that was probably 1974. Then years later, I uh, picked up trumpet and trombone and uh, French horn. Played that all the way through college, but uh, 1985, I was in 10th grade and picked up guitar at that point and immediately started playing for the show choir in my high school as well as with a local garage band and did the uh, hair band of the 80s uh, thing until uh, my third year of college where we got tired of playing uh, two or three nights a week and making no money. So we, uh, I decided to break that band up and put together my first acoustic group even before MTV had the term unplugged in their uh, playlist or genre there. It, uh, we, we picked that up and, and did mostly uh, 70s and early 80s music, uh, but just with acoustic guitars. Uh, that's where uh, the Acoustic Shadow Band had actually started back in, uh, I guess, 1990, 91. Yeah. And you mentioned acoustic, and uh, a lot of the um, music you mentioned covering were uh, heavily acoustic musicians. Um, and one thing I'd like to stress to the listeners from the recordings of Rhythm and Rain's performances and also having had the pleasure to hear them several times, there's a strong Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Definitely a, a huge Buffett influence in there. Uh, that was probably from Dad owning uh, Song to Know by Heart, uh, which I think that's kind of a staple in anybody's library. And uh, the early uh, Buffett video uh, the live concert where everybody was standing in the water in front of the stage. Uh, early influences on me there. So I would say, yes, between uh, at the, the the coastal feel of just living down here on, you know, the, the world's largest man-made beach uh, here on in Mississippi and uh, and growing up around all that great music that my dad had. So. And I know that Rhythm and Rain is also the official band of the Towns Around Biloxi Parrothead Club. That we are. They are. Uh, one of the past presidents of the club he called us up oh years ago now, four, five, six years ago, maybe probably four, five, who knows? And uh, just kind of mentioned that the Parrotheads were getting together and they were looking for some entertainment. And before you knew it, we were playing every single Wednesday, 52 weeks a year for these folks, as well as for their conventions and local uh, flockings. And uh, the towns around Biloxi Club has kind of become like a second family to us. They help us move when we need to. They help us load in and out. And, Definitely support us in a big way. On a lot of your shows, and also from the recordings, you seem to like to play a lot of the more obscure songs. That's another one of those memory things. I know a lot of folks own the albums or own the CDs, as they call them these days. And uh, they get burnt out on uh, typical Top 40 and, uh, and oldies radio stations playing the same 62 songs in rotation every single day. Uh, so I kind of pride myself in playing tunes that they, you've either never heard live before or you've not heard it performed live in very many years. Hmm. Are there any tunes in particular that come to mind that are your favorites to play or that you just think it's neat to pull out of the hat? Oh, gosh. Uh, 
There are. Uh, and, and Jimmy Buffett's uh, playlist, you know, tunes like West Nashville Ballroom Gown. Uh, tonight uh, is one of our encores on stage. We did uh, Happily Ever After by uh, Mr. Buffett. Uh, a lot of his older ballads from the 70s and 80s that were really great storytelling tunes but weren't radio hits or uh, or even B-side album tracks or anything uh, come to mind. Of course, uh, really obscure uh, Jim Croce tunes, uh, Roller Derby Queen and Rapid Roy uh, come to mind. Uh, America tunes, uh, Sandman, and Little River Band pieces and whatnot. There's a... Uh, the, the the list could go on. Jackson Brown's The Loadout and Stay. Uh, you very rarely hear anybody pull that one out of the hat. So, Lyle Lovett's uh, just got countless tunes that uh, we could go on and on and on and on with just the, you know, the obscurities. Uh, and a lot of one-hit wonders uh, are out there, too. A lot of folks that just had that single radio hit and never could make another one. We'll knock the dust off of those for folks, too. A lot of times I've noticed with your shows, um, you tend to f- have something featured in it that's different. For example, like on some of the recordings you had, Scott Nickerson, the founder of the first ever Parrothead Club, playing harmonica. Um, tell us a little bit about some of your guests and what it's like when Rhythm and Rain changes things up a little bit and plays with other people. Mm. Uh, bringing in extra musicians has always been a real treat. We've had everyone from uh, Coast Favorite Coconut Dave on Steel Pans, uh, Scott Nickerson uh, helping us out on percussion and uh, harmonica, uh, Lloyd Munn comes down from Clinton, Mississippi from time to time, uh, blows harp with us, uh, numerous guitar players and fiddle players and mandolins, and sometimes it's planned and sometimes it's just because someone comes up right before the show and introduces themselves and uh, tells us enough about themselves and their musical background that we... Uh, let them get up and do a handful of tunes, and a lot of times the tape's running, so that uh, puts it into the, the the annals of history there. But it's uh, it's it's really uh, enlightening. It's almost like uh, having a single stereo, uh, speaker stereo all your life, and then bringing in the right hand speaker, and now you've got it in stereo, and then you roll it around and put two more in and have quadraphonic sound. And it just it gets better and better, and uh, the energy levels come up, and it's it's neat to take it from a bass duo or a bass trio, and then throw lead instruments, and it's like you know just a palette of colors. Hmm. So, do you have anything coming up on the horizons, or anything that you're just dreaming about, maybe right now with rhythm and rain? Hmm. Where do you want to take it? Very good question. Uh, as I said before, uh, I'm a new dad. Uh, a gorgeous uh, six-month-old daughter, and that's definitely told me at the uh, the ripe old age of 34 to uh, to slow down and experience all the changes that go on with uh, having a child. And uh, with the band, that's definitely you know it can't help but be reflected in that. Uh, so putting more quality shows together as opposed to uh, the Walmart way of just putting out. 10,000 widgets for the sake of having 10,000 widgets. I would rather put out a 1,000 really good products as opposed to uh, flooding the market. So if anything for Rhythm and Rain, it's going to be fewer shows, but they're all going to be so much more special. Mm. And uh, reminiscent of Chaz McDonald, 
Um, <laughs> I always like to ask musicians about band stories. Everybody has a story that something crazy happens. Sometimes the story isn't even suitable for airplay. Uh-huh. But with that in mind, yeah. what, give me that story that you tell a thousand times and it never gets old. Mm. I don't know which one to pick. I guess I could pick one for the year 2004, uh, which happened back on Memorial Day. Uh, Frank and I had just put the uh, Rhythm and Rain train back on the tracks and got a call from a friend in Mobile that owns a topless bar. And he was having an employee Memorial Day pool party and wanted this to be the entertainment. <laughs> and just you know, to not incriminate ourselves with uh, our, our wives or children, uh, let's just say there wasn't anything less than a double D in, in the uh, in the pool. <laughs> uh, lots of clear shoes and uh, and lots of silicone. <laughs> but, uh, mostly the clear heels. Lots of clear shoes. <laughs> okay. Well, that was interesting. Is there anything you want to say to all those screaming rhythm and rain? fans out there. Uh, hold it down. It's loud. I don't like it loud. We're screaming. <laughs> you can talk at normal levels. Uh, seriously, I, I really appreciate the support. Uh, not only from uh, the numerous Parrothead clubs and friends and family, but just you know the fans in general and people that appreciate really good music. Uh, if everyone were, was a musician, then no one would ever come hear each other. So you have to have the listeners and you have to have the performers to make this uh, machine work. And uh, I think I just want to say, uh, you know, we really appreciate the support and uh, all the, the positive feedback and the negative feedback because you can't grow if you don't know where you're going wrong. So I think that's it. Well, Rain, uh, thank you so much for taking a break from all the groupies and having a little <laughs> radio interview. Backstage time here. Yes, we're <laughs> looking for the Bettys. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Rain of rhythm and rain. Pay your tabs, wear your seatbelts. <laughs> Don't keep anything to yourself. It's all cylindrical. The more you give, the more you get back. Good vibrations. Thank you so much, Rain. I'm picking up good vibrations. <laughs> all right. Stop. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, the entertainer. Written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano. The traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.